I'm guest hosting for Kyle this week. My name is Jake. Welcome Kyle to is the busy. Pod. Uh, oh yeah, that, that's Joel. We also have smart person Llewellyn. What's up? I'm gonna do quick little week seven recap. Who won? Your thoughts and opinions on it? It was definitely a lopsided week of games, but the closest one was Joel's five to four win over Nima. The categories of three points, assists, steals, and blocks were all very close. Was this just a lucky win for Joel, or is he becoming a legitimate threat? Good question. I, I'm i going to open the floor up to Llewellyn first. <laughs> I was going to say, it's your own team, so it's kind of... If you want to talk about how good your own team is, you can go ahead and do that. Um, That's... <laughs> but I think the biggest thing that Joel's team showed, actually, for me this week, even though a lot of the categories were close, is that he could hang in some of the bigger counting categories. Um, I think the biggest worry for Joel, for the most part, has been that his team hasn't really been able to keep up in points, threes, rebounds. If George continues to stay hot and Oladipo is able to come back and play at a relatively high level, I think Joel's team is going to be able to be in a game against almost everybody. All right, next up, Austin. Uh, was beaten by me six to three. Uh, to be fair, though, my team went absolutely off last week. <laughs> I had my season best, season best field goal percentage: seven hundred and five points, three hundred and two rebounds, two hundred two assists, fifty eight steals, which was insane. I think I had like sixteen the first day. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, yeah, this yeah was that was a, insane. A fluke week. Oh my god! Ricky Rubio had three games in a row, double double. <laughs> Like, oh I also had gosh. 102 turnovers, but that's okay. I'm punting that category. But I think that was impressive on its own. Uh, enough tooting my own horn, though. Is there no way of stopping me from achieving total victory? Well, there is. There I mean, is a way. Victor has won points more often than you have. In any given week, you could you could easily lose field goal percentage, threes, points, and turnovers. And then a team like me or a team like Victor can swoop in and get blocks or maybe steals for Victor. There are definitely teams that can exploit your weaknesses more so than Nima or Austin, I guess. I uh, Yes, I completely disagree. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more of a joke one, but uh, you know, taken very seriously, and I, I appreciate that. Can I add my two cents? <laughs> I think I am Jake's biggest threat. To the throne <laughs> i took <laughs> i took him down in week two right it was week two yeah um, week one there was a week one. Week. Oh, it was week one. We thought, took yeah, him down we in week Jake one might have been over i am <laughs> i'm currently i'm currently putting the slap on um wait who am i playing <laughs> oh sorry i'm playing peter sorry 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 my apologies i'm currently putting the slap on peter I'm preparing the the arsenal to go to town on Jake's team next week. I have used all of my <laughs> transactions this week. I am prepared. I have thought this through, and I'm going to take Jake down for a second time. I'm going to take next week off for the holidays, <laughs> and when I come back, I'll have another win, and I'll be feeling pretty good about life, so oh uh, I'm not too worried. But Llewellyn, last week, last week you beat Carly 7-2. to two. Victor beat Kennard 7-2. to two. He scored 716 points. It was crazy. And then Peter versus Kyle. He beat Kyle 8-1. to And now we got to move into the fact that Kyle has officially declared that this is a tank season. Only after, what, six or seven weeks Gosh, he decided to tank. Uh, I, I guess the first question is, is this the right decision by Kyle? His team was horrible. <laughs> like he's traded Bradley Beal and Brooke Lopez, and I think he, and I think that's all the trades that have actually gone through at this point, right? 
There's a Wiggins one. Yeah. Currently. I don't know. I want to touch on that one. <laughs> let me let me touch on this trade between um, <laughs> Kyle and Jake. I know we've we've brought this up multiple <laughs> multiple times, but <laughs> no, don't bring this up. <laughs> when Kyle traded, um, when Kyle traded Jimmy Butler for essentially just for Andrew Wiggins, I'm not even gonna consider the Brooke Lopez part of it. He ruined his season in that one trade. I don't care how good Andrew Wiggins started playing. Jimmy Butler is one of the best players in the league, and especially for the categories that Kyle was obviously trying to win with Westbrook and Draymond Green. Jimmy Butler was a crucial part of the trio, the top-head trio of his team. And so as soon as he traded him, yes, I think his only option was to tank because he traded his best freaking player. Well, he has now gotten picks for Lopez and Wiggins, so that will help him next year. Um, do I feel some remorse? No, because I feel like it actually... It, so Jimmy Butler, he had only played one game when I traded him, with a little bit of context. Wiggins actually started going off afterwards, and Kyle was looking for threes and blocks with Lopez. I, I guess the value of Jimmy Butler was probably undervalued by him. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe I <laughs> realized his value. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about, we can talk about the the like the uh, assets that Kyle has traded themselves. Now we know that it was a bad trade. Kyle put himself in a bad position, and now now he's trying to work himself out of this hole by adding a bunch of draft capital for next year. Um, starting it off by sending Brooke Lopez to Llewellyn. Let's talk about this one, Llewellyn. How did you feel about that trade? So. My first thought was this trade makes a lot more sense for me if we stick with auction. If you're trading in terms of auction picks, you're just trading dollar values. When I did my first sort of run through of what picks would be worth, a fourth round pick and a seventh round pick, the difference is less than $15, which if you look at it in terms of what that's actually valued at, that's basically the equivalent of me sending him like an eighth rounder and getting nothing in return. I was basically looking for just uh another player because i think the my roster is very strong like one through eight and i was really looking for somebody who could fill out the end of my the end of my team and brooke fits with what i've been doing well what about the big name bradley beal swapping third or sorry he's get kyle's getting the third for austin's eighth i think that'll work out for austin i think he needs to have i think his team needs to he needs to find like where he's best at and like really prioritize those categories because He's losing this week, and I think, yeah, this week. <laughs> I think he needs to have a little bit more of a well-rounded team. It's definitely Bradley Beal is going to be a boost to basically every team. I mean, the field goal percentage isn't great, and maybe the turnovers, but just having a guy that gets that much that much usage gets to the cup, you know. <laughs> he gets to the he cup. gets to the cup. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Kyle tanking this early. It, it's kind of bad. I mean, if you can. It's like trade people that want to kind of sacrifice a little bit of value next year can maybe get ahead or get you know maybe can make the league a little bit tighter but it's mixing the pot and I guess yeah. I felt like I was doing pretty well so maybe I'm just scared of Victor of passing you because he up. plays Kyle yeah. five times. <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> later. Oh my gosh! What about this uh, this most recent trade? He traded Wiggins and swapping a third for a ninth with Kennard. What is Kennard doing? I think that describes... He, he's at the I think bottom that, of the league, and he's he's going all in on Andrew Wiggins. I, I think... I think this trade perfectly signifies 
Kennard and Kyle's presence in our fantasy league. <laughs> like, first of all, Kennard, what are you thinking trading a third for Andrew Wiggins? Second of all... He's literally trading more value, though third and receiving a ninth, than Austin traded for Bradley Beal. What is he doing? Kennard also thought Livermore was cold, so... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let him slide. I wanted to disagree with Jake's point. I think if you're going to tank, you got to do it early. If he had gone to trade Bradley Beal in February, is anybody going to send him a third? And that's the other thing. Kyle looked at his team and said, I don't have reinforcements coming. Like, Joel has Oladipo coming. You know, Victor or Austin has De'Aaron Fox coming back. Jake has Zion. You know, a lot of us have guys who are suspended or waiting to come back from a long-term injury, and Kyle has nothing. Like, he has nothing in the wings, and I think it for him it was just, like, best-case scenario is he sneaks in in the sixth seed and gets crushed in the first round. It's definitely smart for him to do it now, but I think it's going to make this year a little bit maybe more hectic or dependent on people sacrificing for next year. So maybe Kyle next year is, uh, is a little bit too OP. But either way. <laughs> yeah, well, he saw his draft this well. year. He, <laughs> he still has to make those picks. <laughs> That's why I'm not really afraid of Kyle getting all these yeah, picks. Yeah, you know what? You guys have convinced me. I think it'll be all good. <laughs> well, I actually, I have I have um, differing opinions. I, I think it's bad for the league. It would be dumb of Kyle to not go all in on his tank at this point. Um, and he has gone all in. So I think it's a smart decision. But I think it's bad for the league, especially because... A, we're so early into the season, and B, we only have 10 people in our league. But the fact that he's literally a whole 10% of this league and has now just traded off his best players, um, altering the the talent of the rest of the teams in the league, as well as giving him a giant advantage in the draft next next year, I, I just I don't like it. I, I would love to see next year maybe um, we implement a new payout strategy to to give people like small amounts of money for winning specific categories throughout week to week to maybe keep them enticed to play the whole season. I think the the only the only issue I have with the tank and I'm I, I think it's fine for the league. I don't think 10 man league, 8 man league, 12 man league, I don't think it really matters. I think the only issue I really have is that the schedule is completely unbalanced, which we're going to talk about a little bit. Why in the hell is Victor playing Kyle five times? <laughs> Kyle set up the league, right? <laughs> I think oh, Austin's, Austin's commissioner. There's Austin and he okay, updated the league then, schedule in October, so I don't know what he did. There's a rivalry week, which I think is what messes up the entire schedule because it has Kyle playing Victor five times, and then it makes me play a couple of people three times, I think. His rivalry week is Victor versus Kyle, and then everybody else is just completely random. <laughs> Victor versus Kyle is quite a rivalry. <laughs> Kyle is co-commish, right? Yeah. Say we light Austin on fire. Down with the oligarchy! <laughs> Jake, before we move on, I have a quick question for you. Um, would you consider trying to buy Westbrook from Kyle? It could potentially be a good move for your team. Yeah, I have thought about it. Like, um, say, drop Ricky I, Rubio for Westbrook. Oh, that's... I don't, yeah. I don't know about that. Or Jeremy Lamb, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I really... Um, I don't like his game. And I just like... There's some people that I don't like how they fit. <laughs> In certain teams, and yeah. Westbrook, I liked him when he was on his own, but I think he's been he's been fine, second fiddle to Harden. But <laughs> second fiddle, I, you know, maybe I should try to get Westbrook just so that Victor can't have him. But I really block. don't like the idea of trading next year's assets. I'm gonna trade down so I only have one dollar next year. 
<laughs> can you you can't you can't even do that you have to have yeah you have to have 12 no you have to 12. 12 all right time for hot takes we only got one zion will be rookie of the year oh my people are gosh. talking about there's that guy that jumps high from uh was it memphis John. yeah he's okay from i guess Scandinavia. what there's sorry what did you say what <laughs> Scandinavia. He's from the U.S., right? He went to Murray State. Sorry, I confused my, my, my myself. Zion has one disadvantage, <laughs> and that is that he hasn't been playing. I thought you were going to say he was fat. <laughs> 285 pounds of muscle. Six boy. Six. That's not muscle. As soon as he hits the court, he's going to make the Pelicans so much better. He's not even going to play back-to-backs. But he is going to lead the Pelicans to a respectable record. Not a playoff record, but respectable. It's going to be a story of just pure domination right when he enters that people are going to have no choice but to give him Rookie of the Year. Uh, I have a hot take, actually. It's more of a... It, oh. It's actually more of a, a, a revisiting of an old hot take. I just want to point out that the Warriors lost at home to the Knicks the other day. Uh, oh that's gosh, it. That, that's, that's the update of Joel's hot take that the Warriors could possibly make a playoff push once curry came back thanks Ron. thanks <sighs> you know what that is that wasn't quite a hot take joel but <laughs> they're five and 22 <laughs> okay you know what i've given up on that dream all i care about now is that ricky rubio is playing some great ball <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> all right breaking news we're on uh i just got a notification andre drummond watch uh, infamously, mm. he had that allergic reaction to the avocado. Yes, it was a game time decision on Thursday, but mm. Uh, mm. it's also he's back to game time decision. So it looks like the avocado is sticking around. It strikes again. Just, w- just watch out, everybody! Watch out for avocados. Did you? This is a little PSA. Did you hear the story of uh, what actually happened? They're playing in Mexico City, and uh, he ordered ceviche, oh. which is a uh, raw fish with lime and avocado and a bunch of other stuff in it usually (laughs) and so he knew he was allergic to avocado it wasn't like he it wasn't like he was surprised or anything but he asked them when he ordered it he's like he was with a friend who spoke spanish and he was like hey ask them if it has avocado because like i don't want it if it has avocado and the person asked them and they were like no it doesn't have avocado so he hold on hold on it shows up at his table and it's got like green shit all around it but like a sauce or something and he's like it looks like it this is avocado can you ask them again like does this have avocado and the the guy asked him again it's like hey this is have avocado and they're like no it doesn't have avocado and he like he like wolfed the whole thing down <laughs> and then realized like when he got to the bottom there was like a big ass chunk of avocado in it <laughs> and then and then he was like he's like to the waiter this definitely tastes like it had avocado did it have avocado and he's like yeah it had avocado <laughs> and he's like i'm a pelicans fan you idiot <laughs> They played the maps. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I see where so you were going with that, Joel. <laughs> I don't know who they played. All right. Now it is time for trivia. We have the current winners, right? You guys both won a week? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, get ready to get clapped. Lucky for you guys, this is a Nikola Jokic special. Ooh. All questions no are way. about Nikola Jokic. Yes. 385 pounds. <laughs> Yes. But first up, wait, we have to make a noise, right? Okay. You guys have one minute 
to find the best noise. It has to be a recording of the noise. It has to be your own noise, or it, it can be, uh, you know, an app or something. But the best noise gets the first point. You guys have one minute. Oh my gosh! Okay. Starting now. <laughs> okay. Find your buzzer. Whoever has the best buzzer sound gets a point. <laughs> so at the end of one minute, you'll present your noise, and I'll give a point to the one who I think is good. I pressed the button one time. Why is <laughs> it so long? Oh, I kind of want to use that because it goes on forever, but that's probably pretty annoying. You will not I, like, win this round. <laughs> I was going to say, by like the, the third time, it's like I don't want to hear it anymore. All right, 30 oh. seconds left. <laughs> I have returned. Hiya! <laughs> How did you get Kyle's? That was mine. Hiya. Oh, that was yours? <laughs> Sounds like Kyle's. All right, all right, time is up. Joel, what is your buzzer sound? That is lovely, Llewellyn. Your buzzer sound. Hold on, the app like goes. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give that one to Joel. Thank you, thank you. Wow. What was? Is that someone snoring? No, it's a bison. <laughs> Nikola Jokic trivia, Serbian star. Mm. First question. We're gonna go easiest to hardest. First question is: What year was Jokic born? In? Oh. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Llewellyn. 1985. Correct. What? Ding, ding, ding. Are you serious? All right. No cheating now, boys. Looks, okay. How did you know that, Llewellyn? I guess I thought he... I was pretty sure he was 24. So I just did the math. What the balls? <laughs> I thought he was like 30. Respectful. <laughs> God, can you imagine Jokic at 35 when his metabolism slows down? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> He's going to look like 7-foot uh. Bartolo Cologne. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes. All right. Jokic first played professionally in Belgrade, Serbia for Korvatsky Club Mega Basketball. But what other current NBA center played for the Serbian team? Lowell? <laughs> Bielica on the Kings. <laughs> Incorrect. Damn it. Joe. <laughs> uh, Zubak. Correct. Yes! Let's Oh! Great knowledge. Oh, Great gosh. Knowledge. I'm so pumped. All right, question number three. While Jokic is a beast on the court, what other unique sport does he enjoy? Hiya! <laughs> yes, Joel. <laughs> Water polo. All right, I'm going to say that is correct. What? It's not a unique... It's not the, the unique sport I was talking about. And I'll give you a hint. A hint is that he is a beast on the court. What other unique beast sport does he enjoy? Llewellyn. Tennis. Incorrect. Yes. Badminton. <laughs> Incorrect. We're talking Serbian. Unique sport. Hiya! Joel. <laughs> um. Uh, croquet. <laughs> Alright. Yes, long. Handball. Alright, hint. It involves a horse. Hiya! Joel. Jousting. All right, this is a hard one. The one? Uh, dressage? <laughs> no, no, I don't even know what that is. That's Joel? like horse race. That's like horse showmanship. Like uh, a dog show, but with no. horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not that. Joel? Bestiality? 
<laughs> he looks kind of like a horse. Right. It's harness horse racing. So basically, <laughs> you ride a horse with a two a two wheeled cart behind him. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, there are videos of this. You take your cabbage to the market. <laughs> I would have guessed that like erotic horseplay stuff that people like. You they just dress did, up as Joel, no, you just no, no. When people like dress up as horses and like walk around in like fields. Oh, furry con, furry con. I could see that he rides horses in a cart. There's videos of him doing <laughs> that. Is phenomenal. Uh, to quote him, he says, "I just fell in love with horses and their beauty and elegance." <laughs> he can't even ride one. He's too big. <laughs> No, no, no. I think there was a question about that, and he said, no, they make bigger carts. Wait. So, uh, yeah, he has three horses back in Serbia. They're all giant. Oh, my gosh. I'm watching a video right now. <laughs> what? Link it. Link, link the video. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Dude, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you got to be kidding. Okay, one sec. Which one is he? He's out in the front, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you watching at home, we're just watching Nikola Jokic um, in a basket getting pulled by a horse. Question number four. What was Jokic's favorite drink? He used to drink three liters each day of. Hiya! Joel. Chocolate milk. Incorrect. Llewellyn. Uh, the red Kool-Aid. Incorrect. It is a, it's a soda. Hiya! Joel. He's a Pepsi guy. Nope. Dang it. <laughs> <Llewellyn>? <laughs> Sorry, Llewellyn? <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> I thought he cut out. Wait, is it Coke? Yep, it's Coke. No! <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> looks like a freaking Pepsi guy, dude. He does. After a long day's work, Jokic likes to sit back, relax, and watch this famous sitcom. Hiya. Joel? Mean Girls. No. That's not a sitcom? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry yeah, Llewellyn? Friends. Correct. I mean, what? There's only like three answers. It's either Friends, Cheers, or Seinfeld. I was going to say Seinfeld. Llewellyn Dang up 3-2. And Joel's first point was a free point. <laughs> okay, bud. I'm going to put myself in a heartbeat. Yeah, he, with this he didn't one. pick the snoring bison or whatever that was. Does Jokic have a stash of Serbian meat in his house, or did I just make that up? I'm going to say Joel. I need an answer. You made yes. that up. Incorrect. No! <laughs> Luella? Would you like a free point? Wait, what did Joel say? You don't tell him, oh, don't tell him. Oh, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm going to guess him. that you made it up. <laughs> Incorrect. No points. It's no real, points. it's real. No, you don't get an answer again. Dang it. Both of you don't deserve it. He does have a stash of Serbian meat in his house. Dude, that is phenomenal. Joel has two, Llewellyn has three. His final question, it's a two-parter. You'll have one minute to rate your answers. Right? And after last week's podcast, we were talking about Nikola Jokic's weight and his poor performance, and he has picked it up since then, so put respect on his name. Hmm. But Joel, you brought up this idea to have a category based on weight. (laughs) So I added up all the weight of each fantasy's team's players. Oh my god. And I'm asking you two to guess, just based on the personnel, whose fantasy team is the heaviest and whose is the lightest. You have one minute. You're going to have to judge now. I will say, as a hint, 
the range from the heaviest to the lightest was 200 or 423 pounds. So that's a big chunk. No, that's that's actually not a lot considering there's 12 people. And this was <clears throat> as of yesterday at uh, noon. <laughs> just in case people have moved around. Ooh. That's time. I need answers in the chat. Oh. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Oh, that is that is <laughs> quite unsportsmanlike Llewellyn just copied no that was my pick <laughs> I was my, my other decision was I was trying to decide if it was Nima because he has like heavy wings okay 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 well Joel your answers uh heaviest Jake lightest Austin and Llewellyn the exact same <laughs> the exact same gonna keep his lead regardless make this much less climactic the lightest is actually Kyle, with a total of oh, 2,602 pounds. <clears throat> wow, it's straight up meat. One of the big advantages of his was the fact that he didn't actually have a 12th player yesterday. <laughs> uh, or was it 12? <laughs> he, he was missing one player, so that factored into him weighing less. But the heaviest, at 3,025, the only person <laughs> to break 3,000 pounds of pure muscle was me! Yeah! <laughs> Wow. So our final scores are Joel 3, Llewellyn 4. Gosh, way to just... Llewellyn, literally all he had to do was copy me and he was guaranteed to win. I don't think he copied you because he did mention he wanted no, Austin at the lightest, but either way, a great competition. <sighs> well done, Llewellyn. You deserve the win. I know I do. Oh my gosh. Last time I played with you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, finally, it's time to move to the picks. First up, next week picks, we have myself versus Joel. Uh, Joel, you picked yourself. That's a bold choice. It, it is, it is. Um, you know, I I have a great track record against Jake. I, I beat him the only other time he played. Um, I also am currently... 100% win rate. I'm 100% win rate. I'm also... If, the, if this week ended today, I would beat Jake as well. That is true. And I also adjusted my team this week to... Emphasize to like emphasize the categories that I'm good at, and my team, my the top of my team is also starting to play quite well. Malcolm Brogdon almost dropped a triple double yesterday. Demarco Murray's minutes are getting increased. Paul George and Cat are playing phenomenally. I think they're going to carry me to a victory. It's a cute idea, but uh, <laughs> we'll be realistic. Another correct man. answer is Jake. <laughs> Next up, Austin versus Carly. You two have Carly. Uh, I have Austin. Why do you guys think Carly's going to beat Austin? Carly's team is just a little bit better in threes and free throw percentage, maybe. I don't, honestly, I'm kind of guessing here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a toss up, but you think Carly has the edge? I'm going to tell you why Carly's going to win. Two words Steven Adams. That's it. Two words. <laughs> yeah, he was on the waiver wire for a while, right? Is he playing well now? Yeah, he's playing phenomenal. No. What? playing great dude he's averaging double double with like three blocks a game uh next up peter versus canard well and you have peter joel and i both have canard you think peter's gonna beat him yeah i just i don't, I don't really understand why you would pick one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> one of the best teams in the league two words no oh, two words canard's gonna win Davis Berton. That's not two words. <laughs> oh, david not two no, words, david my, my two words are davis Bertans. this Boy is coming. Next up, Victor versus Kyle. We all have Victor. Uh, we're going to see this matchup, what, three more times after this week? So, uh, And then finally, we have Nima versus Llewellyn, which we all agree Llewellyn is going to win. That wraps up the pod. Any more words out of your guys' holes? Yeah, Llewellyn, why'd you... Joel, two words. <laughs> 
two words. What the Paul heck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Lord, I'm like disappointed that you didn't pick me again. You are now listening to the after show from a week ago. But yeah, yeah, it's a uh, open season on my team, guys. If I got Russell Westbrook, I would I would name my team to Russell Sprout. Ew, ew. <laughs> I don't know why, but I kind of like that. It's a terrible name, but <laughs> I think the fact that it's literally just missing one B from it just yeah. being like Brussels sprout. <laughs> okay, okay. Who's who's more out of shape, Embiid or Jokic? Because Jokic, Jokic looks like he's spent the summer just eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> Oh my poor Jokic. He's just saving himself for the playoffs, I swear. Did you see the interview before the season where he was just like sitting and glistening with sweat? He had like a double chin. I've been so sad about Jokic. I've been looking up like funniest Jokic moments, top plays of Jokic, just so I can be okay with him on my team. I idolize my game after him and I'll continue to do so. <laughs> That's a real NBA MVP candidate. <laughs> I was like an all NBA player last season. Yeah. He's got a fat double chin. Oh my gosh. He's gonna make it. He's gonna it's make okay. it to the finals. Are you still not willing to trade him, Jake? <sighs> I need cat for him, and that's not a good trade for you. I'll just oh. tell you right now. <laughs> Oof. No. I found the I found the image. <laughs> so the group chat just gonna turn into making fun of Jokic. <laughs> Jake, Jake, this should be your, your, my god. I look, I look too much like him. God dang. Jake, it's honestly scary. It's so funny. Oh my god, he's so overweight. How did he, how did he let himself go? He was playing basketball all summer. And the thing is, he enjoys life. I've seen videos of him oh, like yeah. riding quads in Serbia. He'll show you guys. He'll transform the game. Everyone's like three hundred pounds. He's got the game of a. He's got the game of a five-three guard. We could have a category of like heaviest team. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Dude, Jake's team is massive. I got, I got Zion too. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> Jake has the two fat legs. Zion is the third heaviest player in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Jesus, he's only six foot six. Oh my god! Wait, Zion's only six foot six. So Zion is listed at six six two eighty five, which is ridiculous. That's listed as heavier than Jokic, despite Jesus. being six inches shorter. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna retire from basketball and go into the U.S. Olympics. In what sport? Curling. Kurt hulked up 300 pound black dude all these, all these little chubby 5 foot 10 white guys sponsored by Puma you you got Cabela for 12? yeah God. <laughs> Jesus how did we let Jake get all these good people? gosh does Chris Paul get called CP3PO? no that'd be a good name <laughs> Bro, I think I'm gonna start. You cut out. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start smelling it. Oh yeah. I just started thinking I'm gonna start smelling it, and then it cut out really hard. <laughs> <laughs>